Welcome back to Third and Long. This is Chandler. My name's Justin. And we are here once again to bring you the latest sports news. Starting with this past Super Bowl, where the Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Chiefs 31 to 9. What do you think of that, Justin? I was very surprised. I didn't realize the impact that losing Eric Fisher and some of the other offensive linemen for the Chiefs would really have. I thought it would be a much closer game. I felt that, well, healthy, maybe the Chiefs are the better team, but like it was just didn't go their way at all. Too many dropped passes, missed assignments, questionable calls, and the Buccaneers took advantage of all of it. And they deserve to win that game for sure. I agree. It was dominated from the by the Bucks from the beginning, both defensively and offensively, as the Chiefs never even scored a touchdown. And I was hoping for a much closer game and was anticipating a much closer game. But like you said, I think if the Chiefs were fully healthy, it would have been a different story. Yeah, if someone had asked me to bet whether the Chiefs would be scoring a touchdown in that game before that, I would definitely would have put that bet in. that's for sure yeah I I would love to see a a rematch of those two teams with a health healthy offensive line I mean if like for instance Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown in like it was like the late first quarter early second quarter Travis Kelsey dropped like a key first down conversion and then um Darrell Williams he dropped a touchdown but at that point the game was like almost like over but you know, they, they had a lot of missed opportunities that they didn't really have in other games. So maybe this is too much of a spotlight. I don't know, but. I agree. Just nothing seemed to go right. It did not, but it's exciting for the Buccaneers. You know, Tom Brady gets another Super Bowl win. He sort of breaks off from the narrative of like coaching system and Belichick. And he's starting to reestablish himself as one of the, top quarterbacks in the NFL I agree as much as I don't like Tom Brady it is very impressive what he went down to Tampa and did rebuilt the team completely a team who was not even playoff contenders the year before not even close to bring them to the playoffs bringing them to the Super Bowl and winning it's very impressive how everyone said you know he wouldn't be able to do it it was the Patriots the coaching system Belichick but he rebuilt it in uh, Tampa yeah like in his last year maybe his last two years even with the Patriots he looked like he was declining he didn't have the same sort of zip on the ball you know the offense wasn't putting up the numbers so he comes to Tampa after Jameis Winston the previous year led them like an eight and eight finish and like you don't it maybe people thought they would like make the playoffs and stuff with Tom Brady, but I don't think anybody expected them really to go and win the Super Bowl in his first year. And he just took like a whole them to a whole new level, really just like, especially the second half of the season, once everybody got comfortable, they with Tom Brady at the helm, they looked like a different team. Definitely. And I mean, it was cool to see then Tampa playing in the Super Bowl and hosting the Super Bowl, which you know, throughout the regular season, even the postseason, there have been some fans, but that stadium was filled. Yeah, they had the Tampa had to make sure that that they had their stadium was advantage. filled. 
if they didn't have enough of an advantage with all the injuries and the questionable penalties throughout the game, they had to fill the whole stadium with Buccaneers fans. <laughs> For sure. Did you uh, did you see the videos of Tom Brady tossing the Lombardi trophy? Oh, my God. When I saw that, he was I'm like, no, don't toss the trophy. Even his daughter was yelling like, don't toss it. <laughs> Keep it on the boat. If they had dropped that trophy into the water, I don't know what they would have done. That's what I forget who was like the maybe like Vince Lombardi's granddaughter or something like that was like uh, wanted an apology from Tom Brady. Really? Yes. You have to get an apology from uh, Rob Gronkowski too, and he used the Lombardi Trophy with the Patriots as like a baseball bat and like dented it a few years ago. Uh, moving on to other NFL news today, Carson Wentz is going to the Colts. Yeah, very shocking that it didn't feel like it might come like yet, but I'm you know to the Colts. Definitely a good spot. I know I'm I'm a little confused by the Colts move on that because I mean obviously they lost Philip Rivers retired, but I I don't know if I would have gone for Carson Wentz after the season that he just had and then their season they had with Philip Rivers great season went to the playoffs played phenomenally but um and then now to put that all in the hands of Carson Wentz, I guess they see something in Carson Wentz that. Other teams don't see. I mean, he's going back to his former offensive coordinator when he was the MVP candidate before his injury with Frank Reich. So maybe they feel that that if they get him back in that system, change his scenery, he can go back to that form. I think he'll probably, if I had a guess, land somewhere in the middle. But, you know, Phillip Rivers, he didn't have that great of a year per se this season and they got to the playoffs. So I guess their thinking is like, if Carson Wentz can be a little bit better, does that put them over the edge? But this past season, he arguably might've been the worst quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) I I don't know. They have a lot of faith. But if he stinks, they'll just bench him. So they won't have to give up the first rounder. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Probably a lot more trades to come, being that NFL free agency starts in a month, March 17th. So that'll be exciting watching where players go. Yeah, I'm excited, especially for the the franchise tag deadlines that I think are coming up in a couple weeks. That will be interesting to see which players get tagged. I saw like some reports a couple, couple days ago saying that maybe Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay will both be franchise tagged and especially with this draft coming up with a bunch of really high like top quality wide receivers that could really impact the market be very interesting I agree yeah that'll be very exciting to see still got some time before the draft but definitely looking forward to it and I was looking because now unfortunately that NFL has ended officially I um, now am very much looking forward to MLB starting, but was reading up on like seeing what they were doing with now COVID. Now they've had a season under their belt, which was very interesting, very um, out of the ordinary. But so the MLB proposed to again have that 
uh, longer postseason with seven teams per league. Um, and then also they propose then to push the start date of the season a month later, same with training camp a month later. But then the MLBPA said, no, nah, we, we don't want it. We don't want it. We're going to we're going to start right on time with COVID. None of the 17 playoff uh, per league, which that was so much fun. The, the extended playoffs and more teams, more baseball. I love I loved what they did last season with the ex, the extra teams. It just keeps everything more interesting as a fan. You know, you're of a team that's like I'm like a Phillies fan. So they were like, you know, mediocre last season, but they were in it until the end. If it was the normal, you know, you know, five teams make the playoffs, then they're eliminated, you know, already like 40 games in. And you're just like, okay, not going to watch baseball anymore. Cause I feel like that's how a lot of fans go. It's just sort of like once you hit maybe the dog days of August, your team's like falling down the rent, the uh, standings and it's looking grim, you know, it's like, okay, there's football coming back and stuff, but like the NBA does, there's like so many playoff teams, then every all the fans are engaged. You get more people at the stadiums. I think it's a win-win. And then even with football, how they did the Super Wild Card weekend, that just showed it was it was so much more engaging with fans. They had more teams. And I mean, especially during COVID where there haven't been as many sports to watch, especially the fans going to the fields to watch. So it's just something extra something else to look forward to and just added media and money for them which i'm surprised they're against it right because like there'll be more fans in the stadium i'm sure like if they started maybe start of may instead of the start of april there'll be more vaccines available you know the hopefully the virus will be like starting to die down a little bit more you can maybe instead of having starting off the season I don't know exactly what the capacities will be for each stadium, but instead of maybe like 15 to 20%, you can have like 50% capacity just by waiting that month and you can still play the same amount of games. And if you still give the MLB players the same salary, regardless if you play like 148 games or something, you know, I, I, I think it's a win-win. The only thing that I had seen saying why the players didn't want it the uh, extended season was there were some sal- non-guaranteed salaries if games got canceled and if they thought that if uh, in free agency teams might pay less money because they don't have to be as good to make the playoffs, which I thought was interesting. But in the NBA, that's like not the case at all. So, Yeah, and then also another thing that was proposed when they proposed pushing the season was to have the universal designated hitter but once again that doc that got declined see they should do that i don't understand why they don't do that it's been so long i thought they would have changed it by now it's like you know the designated hitter in the al is so much better than the nl like you just have to see all these pitchers you know they get injured they like you know they're not practicing their batting it's like ridiculous it's it was so much better this past season with the dh yeah. <laughs> and the games are more high scoring too, which is better. I know. And like you think then they would want the pitcher not to hit just for like decreased risk of injury, you know, getting hit by a pitch or even just whatever, like swinging, tearing muscle, whatever have you. 
Right. Like you, for instance, I, I know a couple years ago, like, you know, Max Scherzer on a massive contract or whatever, he's going out there having new batting practice and he like gets like hit in the face and he's like, got his eye ballooned up, you know, it's like, why do you want to risk these things with these super, you're like, you're not going to going to pay a pitcher, for instance, like instead of $300 million or something, $250 million. Cause he's not going to hit, you know, it's, I feel like it makes no difference. Yeah. It doesn't make too much sense, especially at this point. I, I hope they do a universal DH, but the, the uh, old time baseball enthusiasts are reluctant to change in that regard. And this was another episode of third and long. I'm Chandler. I'm Justin. And remember to open your mind.